Back then, Hoboken was a town where everybody knew each other. But you learned fast that nobody should know everything about you. I was told not to say nothing about anything that happened in our house. You don't say nothing and don't ask nobody nothing either. I don't know or remember how much we had to hide, but my mother taught us how to build our secrets. Usually, it was about money, where it came from, how we lost it or spent it. We were great pretenders. When we had it, we didn't, and when we didn't, we said we did. Mommy and me and my sister kept secrets from Daddy, and then Daddy and Marianne and me would keep them from Mommy. My mother monitored the flow of information in our house because she had to control everything. She didn't like surprises. My mother was quite the character, and I miss her very much. I used to feel like there weren't enough adjectives to describe the kind of person she was or the kind of things she used to do. Mommy embraced her contradictions and expressed them continuously. If finding the right words to describe my mother was difficult, you couldn't say that it was for lack of trying. She was at the heart of most of my dinner table anecdotes and the laughter-drenched stories I used to tell when I was out with my friends. No, get out. Your mom never said that, my friends would ask, their mouths open and their eyes wide in amazement. She said that? Stories about my mother never failed to get that level of reaction. She was not for the weak of heart or stomach. My mother defined categorization. She was a woman you would expect even wanted to see in a novel or on the screen, but not in your neighborhood, where the status quo prevailed and lives are neatly contained. I wasn't going to be relegated to that predetermined role of the men in my mother's life. Daddy, Dominic Monk Pantliano, soft-spoken guy, a workaday fellow who was always broke and always behind and just like mommy, blew through his wages and his chances at the track, hoping and betting that someday he would win and it would put us ahead. Eventually, when Flory, her second cousin, moved in with us after serving 15 years in federal penitentiary, she threw my father out, thereby saving his life. Flory was an honest-to-God, card-carrying wise guy. And like my father, he quickly earned my mother's disapproval. Flory, who also happened to be our cousin, though his relationship with my mother was not really official because she and my father never got divorced. Flory had easy access to large sums of cash, a luxury that came with chronic nightmares and the very real possibility of being sent to sleep with the fishes or thrown back in the can perpetually hanging over him. Flo was a career criminal.